welcome to episode two. Good work. Gaming with Pedwood. With me, Ed. Me, Pete. And me! Ah, nice Woody. Nice Woody. I warn you, we have been drinking. Mmm. Oh. Yeah, and eating a lot of food. My fucking gut. I've got more gut from that Indian. Massive pizza, potato wedges and garlic bread. Well, that's my there has been a bit of a reason for our gluttony. We've been to London today, a bit more on that later. No, I've been to, no, I haven't been to London, I've been to hell. Hell and back today, <laughs> on, the hell, on the hell train. I went to London to go to the Science Museum because they have the the Game On game show. Yeah. It's called Game On, it's a bunch of old retro games. But we shan't talk, we'll talk about that later. Because yeah. keep you hanging. Keep you hanging, because you're hanging out with your homies. Roth, Wood, Ted. Ped. Yeah, Ped. He's Ped now. Ped. Ped, Wood and Roth. Mix it mix it together. You got Ped, Roth, Wood. <laughs> Gaming with Ped, Roth. Ped, Roth. Don't stop. Ped, Roth. Just stop it. We've stop. already got the name. It's Gaming with Ped, Wood. <laughs> and that's it. That's the intro. Okay. Cut it, bitch. You wanna play Berserk? You're on. Gaming with Ped, I got a game for the Nintendo DS a while back, um, which is one of the more well-known ones that takes advantage of the touchscreen features. It's called Trauma Center Under the Knife, or to Woody... It's called called Doctor Knife. Doctor Knife. That's it, it, if you will. What did we call it before that today? Doctor Brain's Knife. No, no, no. We called it Under the Knife. Under the Knife. Under the Knife. knife. Hip-hop game. Before, Before we go any further, just... Explain a, a little bit about it. It's a game where you play a surgeon. Um, as far as I'm aware, there's not been one of them since a game called Life and Death on the PC a good ten years ago. Where's that come from? Well, you didn't tell us about that today. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, Life and Death. There were two games on the PC. The first one, um, there are only two operations you had, to, you had to do in it. You had to take people's appendixes out, and you had to do something with. Um, I can't remember. Oh, good. Well, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, and the other one was to do with brain surgery, and I've never played either of them. But I know that they are the only two surgery games that have been around. It sounds shit. Oh, to be honest, it's yeah. just appendix and brain surgery. Yeah. It's kind of a bit limited. Yeah, well, pretty much. Anyway, um, under the knife, or doctor knife. <laughs> under the it's knife. Under the knife. Oh, yeah. It's doctor knife. Doctor knife uh, takes the approach of um, a typical sort of Japanese story. You start. <laughs> Thanks, uh, it starts very small and gets very, very silly by the end of the game. Um, so, Ed and Woody have uh, had a go for the first time today, so let's hear some first impressions on it. Woody. Well, I've yeah. been dying for a game to use the touchscreen on the DS since WarioWare, and uh, it, I've got to say it's excellent. I've been thinking about buying it for a while, and now I'm going to, because it's a lot of fun, it's quite intense, gets you quite sweaty when it's all going wrong and there's blood spurting everywhere and blood 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 and gore gore everywhere blood dying vital signs going <laughs> it's I good. thought you were going to have to pump poo out of someone <laughs> 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 see pork because he was talking about 
your poo channels getting blocked up. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a build-up of crap in yeah. someone's intestines. They're going to have to pump poo out of their guts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this game's rank. I don't want to play it's it. Good. It's good. excellent use of the Stylo pen on the DS. I mean, really <laughs> Stylo pen. Stylo. Stylo. <laughs> Whatever it is. That'll be the stylus then. Is that why you called Dr. Styles? Yeah, that is why he's called Dr. Styles and his initials are DS. Which is a really crap joke, but there you go. He's so. rubbish. Dr. Styles. It's Dr. Knife. Everyone knows it now. <laughs> Anyone who listens to podcast... Po- can't talk. Anyone who's listening to this podcast now knows it's called Dr. Knife. Dr. Knife. And, and uses Stylo. This is the Stylo. Stylo. Yeah. Anyway. Which is, which is what? Like a deluxe version of the dark Stylus. Yeah. It's got gold in it. A bit yeah. of metal. Good. Anyway, Ed, what did you think? I think it's good. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a game you can just pick up and play. You know, do an operation, go to wherever and sweat over it, because it does get a bit intense. Um, the plot is, I mean, you didn't pay attention I to didn't, the plot, did I you? didn't look at any of the plot. I just skipped all of it. And I, when I get it, I will probably pay attention it's to the plot. It's a typical Japanese, doesn't make any sense kind of plot. Like, typical sort of irrelevant dialogue yeah. going on like why did you turn up late today oh I stopped and saw my mum well, what's that got to do with having an operation it just doesn't make any sense to be honest they just chuck all this random dialogue in for the bollocks of it doesn't even add to the story which it's in, in the tradition of all good Japanese things it's got all this philosophical meanderings in between uh, levels that aren't, aren't really that relevant but, but later on in the game they do actually tie some of these ob- observations into the story by a bit of a shoehorn method but Mm-hmm. Um, a shoehorn method. A shoehorn method, yeah. <laughs> Cram it in. But, it. but yeah, I've I've enjoyed it for a long time. It's um it's a very strange game. There's there's not a lot like it really. It's somewhere between an arcade game and a puzzle game. Pete, because, can I just add? Yeah. That I've survived the IMAX experience. Thanks for that. More on that later. Well um, done. <laughs> it's as I was saying, it's, it's somewhere between a puzzle game and an arcade game. It's it's puzzly because you've got to remember all the techniques and the different tools that you have to use to deal with different situations. Uh, and arcade because you have to do it really, really quickly. You're against a strict time limit on most levels. Some some levels are real. I'd call it an intense simulator. An intense simulator. There you go. It's a new genre. Yeah. I just created it out of my brain. Yeah. It's not realistic by any stretch of the imagination. Isn't it? Well, no, not really. How many doctors do you know who just sort of plunge a knife in and cut shapes into the patient? Well, I was going to do it. Oh, really? If you ever had another hemorrhoid. I especially like the poses. <laughs> if you ever had another hemorrhoid. The, uh, yeah, let's, let's begin the operation poses. Oh, it's brilliant. It's worth it just for that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's an excellent game. It's got good music. It's got um, pretty nice graphics. And it's a really good use of the DS. So, yeah, we like. Good. Is that a review? I'm buying. Is that a review? That's a review. You finished it, haven't you? Yeah. We haven't scored it. I've scored it. it. I can't score it because I haven't finished it. Or I, yeah, yeah, Pete, it's, down, it's down to you, really, Pete. All right, down to me. What are we scoring? Out of ten. Because you gave uh, Silent Splinter Cell Hill. Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell Double H, we gave that an eight. So what would you give this? Yeah. Um, I'd Honestly, give come on, don't get I'm overexcited or don't... No, no. Honestly, I'd, I'd give this an eight as well. I'd, yeah. I'd mark it down in a few places because the, the difficulty of it is quite inconsistent. It starts reasonably straightforward and there's there's just a few operations where it gets really stupidly I difficult and I it's could also if I understand I mean I know I've only played it a little bit today but I could see it becoming a little bit repetitive yeah but they they, they do kind of fix it up a little bit later yeah, with, with what happens do, but I'm just fight, saying but you must it gets to a point where you think I'm just going to stop playing for a little bit just to have a break because if you're doing one operation after another yeah. There's a lot of people out there dying for having arm injuries. I, I got over that earlier. Yeah. And in my break, I was 
I was drinking yeah. in, in my break, so... Yeah, Doctor under the influence. Yeah. Excellent. Doctor Stella. Doctor Stella with <laughs> his knife. Pissed up knife doctor, man. That's what they should call your game. Yeah. Then you had the shakes. I've always What's got the shakes. You? I don't know. What's up with you? You've got low blood sugar or something? Don't think so. Well, I think you should have a should have an operation now and find out what's going on. Quick! Probably... Get the stylo. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Thanks. End it. End it. <laughs> Like most other home computers, the Commodore 64 is small and very agile. Unlike most other home computers, it has an enormous 64K memory. This means you can use more exciting and advanced software programs and get so much more enjoyment out of your home computer. The Commodore 64. Remember, it costs less than £230. And don't forget, it has the enormous memory. So tonight we introduced uh, Pete to, well Ed introduced Pete to a program called Dark Place, starring Garth Marenghi. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it. I've only watched one episode, so two. No, uh, well, you've no, 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 I wasn't really paying attention no, to you. Oh, well, oh, a cat's out of the bag now. I wasn't, like no, I wasn't like it. I'm just laying there. You don't like it, just say whatever. Just say so. Just say so. It's good. Yeah, it was you, quite funny. Ex- explain what it is for people who've not seen it. Well, it's a comedy that came out in about 2003, 2004. Mm. I found it on Channel 4 by accident, and um, I just thought it was very, very funny. It's, it's like a... It sort of follows the trend set by The Office, which is to do fly-on-the-wall, talking heads interviews and that, which he does in between. A made-up show about a fictional character called Garth Marenghi, which is like a horror writer who's really pompous up his own ass. He did like a really shit low-budget comedy called... No, comedy. What's all that? He did a really low-budget like horror science fiction TV series called Dark Place, which was set in the 80s. And it's sort of... Uh, the TV show sort of is like set in the 80s and it looks really authentic and it's just a comedy that shows it does look like something that was shot about 25 years ago it's all done very well it's a comedy that basically highlights things like incontinuity and bad editing and bad acting (laughs) and just shit lines and just just funny just funny shit and it's just over the top and ridiculous and then it cuts into these little interviews with Garth Marenghi Dean Lerner who's got another series at the moment like I said to Pete earlier Um, and Todd Rivers who's uh, plays a guy called Dr. Sanchez with a really stupid voice. <laughs> and it's just brilliant. I think it's brilliant. It's one of my favourite comedies ever. The, the, thing, the thing I like about it is, is that it's supposed to be set in America and everyone's... Uh, where is it? Is it? It's set in Romford, but they all talk with Americanisms. Yeah. And um, it's, it's like Garth Marenghi's talking about in fighting in Nam when he fought for his country and <laughs> stuff like that. And, and then talks about being in Romford. And, uh, and, and he's really uncharismatic, yet he's the main character because yeah. he's the bloke who, wrote, bloke who wrote it. Yeah. And, and like Dr. Sanchez that you just mentioned, you hear the, you hear the name Sanchez, you, you, you expect sort of a, uh, a, a Spanish or a Mexican type person. And he talks very much like this. He he's, does got it, a very, he's got the look, though. Yeah. But it's just... It's just his voice is brilliant. He's just got a fantastic voice, which is tremendously posh and quite badly dubbed in a few places, but... Yeah. So what happened between you and this Benwick custom there? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a really over-the-top... It's just brilliant. I think it's very funny. I bought it on DVD. It came on DVD a little while ago, and I've probably watched it about eight times since then already. But, um... Yeah, it's Dark Place. It's called Garth Marie's Dark Place. It's available on DVD now for around um, £15. Pound and, uh, it's very surreal, but it is funny. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pay too much attention to the other two episodes, but it's, it's a great it's comedy. Funny. It is very funny. 
Very funny. It features the geezer from the office who's in it for about one scene. You'll see him and you'll go, yeah. You're talking Steve Merchant, right? No. No, right. I'm talking about Garth Meringi. No, he was right. in, in the office. He's the he's the oh, right, yeah, he was in the office for one scene. The IT guy said yeah. that. Um, Oh. He's just the IT guy who comes and and he says that uh, Bruce Lee went undercover for the police to fight <laughs> crime or something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh. My my comment there is is that Steve Merchant was just in it just for a little. Uh, oh yeah, team, Steve Merchant he? from podcast and from extras and the off- uh, co-director of the office. He was in it from one episode for about ten seconds. <laughs> Brilliant cooking. That's chicken. worth talking about cooking chicken. Yeah, as a chef. <laughs> but no, yeah, very good comedy. I love it. I love it. Good. It's up there with some of my favourites. It's uh, been introduced to me tonight by Ed. Um, I've generally got a lot of time for all all of the recent Channel 4 comedies. They seem to have a, a really strong output. Things like yeah. Peep Show and Spaced and I like, think, I like and things that don't act, treat their audience with naivety. Yeah, they don't think that they're going to be like idiots. For example, exactly. anything on ITV. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the Channel 4 comedies, often, they're often quite clever, they're often quite funny and, and surreal. Um, but yeah, and this, and this sort of follows the same same sort of example. It's it's not trying to be like anything else. It's, yeah, it's, it's really clever and really, really funny. Yeah, good. I still feel it does sort of fit the mould, because it did come quite close after the Secretary of the Office. Because uh, I think there's slight undertones of it. Yeah. With the documentary side of it. Oh, definitely. yeah, definitely. But, um, but no, overall, I think it's very original and very funny. Especially when the old Channel 4 logo comes up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> oh. It's got fucking smell up my nose. <laughs> Coming out to sort of drip on the end of your nose. <laughs> nice. But Pete, yeah. I survived the IMAX experience. You did. Did More you? Later. I did. We well, all mate, did. I, I haven't got your badge anymore, so you can't prove it. I don't care. Only I survived it. Well, I came either. through the other side. Did you? Yeah. It was great. Good. I loved it. Good. Are you sure no one can't you and said how long you got left in the game on show and then stuck a sticker on you? <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I went into the IMAX. Well, you just walk through the screen. Yeah, literally. I saw a little bit floating spaceman. It was 3D. I was brilliant. It's good. And I can't ever end a game sticker. That was when you lot disappeared and left me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You went off to the IMAX. I went off to the IMAX. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. Super Mario. One, two, and three. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. The Big Movie Review. 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 The Big Movie Review. <laughs> We can play that jingle. What, at the end of this episode? No. Pull. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut it in, right we'll uh, there. The editing process will probably mean it's before this. Oh, God. And you'll, you'll, you'll love the jingle. Well, 
But by now you probably have loved the jingle several times. <laughs> oh god, it's rubbish. Ed made it, by the way. I made it on my own in my room. Yeah, in his room. Talking into a microphone on his own. It's that's the best. That's the picture. This. What was the best bit about? Right, as I made it. Right, whilst I was making, it, I think it's, it's all right. I did it. Voice is all right for a jingle, I suppose. I then saved it, went away on my PC and did some other stuff, and then I came back to. It, I thought I'll just listen to it a little bit later and see what it sounds like. I played it and then thought, what the fuck? <laughs> and yet you still put it on a CD for Woody. No, no. I put it. He put uh, it round for me, and I, I put it. I had it on my phone. <laughs> I had it on my it. phone. I Bluetoothed it to his Mac. And he then played it and proceeded to wet himself. So, <laughs> at that point, I realised I'd pull a wrong one. You pulled a major wrong one. Mm. Anyway, movies. movies. I saw a very, very good film recently called The Departed. Yes. I haven't seen it. I haven't so seen it either. Martin Scorsese's last I want film. to see it. And he sort of treads in the same area as Goodfellas. There's a film, which is, I don't know, you didn't see Goodfellas. No. Goodfellas is a quality film. It's basically about... Jackal Nicholson is like a local... Do you mean Jack Nicholson or Jackal Nicholson? Jackal Nicholson. Is it somewhere else? Nicholson. Jackal, Jackal Nicholson. Listen, listen, I've had, or I've had a few Nicholson. drinks. Yeah, I've had a few drinks. Jack- we'll have to watch out. We must be another co-an Jackal Nicholson. I've, I've had a few drinks. Words are slipping. Get angry. My, my, it is going to be red-headed. <laughs> red-headed. Listen. <laughs> All right, so Jackal Nicholson. Jackal Nicholson. He's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably okay. Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah. He's very, very good. He plays the part of um, I can't remember his name. He's basically the head gangster of a local place in um, Boston, right? Right. And the film rotates around uh, Matt Damon's character and Leonardo DiCaprio's. And Leonardo DiCaprio plays an undercover cop who's infiltrating this gang that Jack Nicholson runs. And Matt Damon plays the part of a cop who works for Jack Nicholson secretly. Right. Jack Nicholson pays him. Or you know, you know what I mean. He brought, he, he raised him as a son. You know what I mean. Right. And the film is about what happens is Jack Nicholson knows that there's someone in his gang who is an undercover cop. Yeah. But at the same time, Leonardo DiCaprio knows that someone in the police department is working for Jack Nicholson. So the two rats on either side, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. Are both trying to hunt each other out by drawing each other out into the open and finding out the other person's identity. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson's caught in the middle, and he's trying to like basically he's a He's, I'll be honest, he's a cunt in it. That's a bad word. That's a bad But then again, so is Matt Damon. His character, well, I'm not saying Matt Damon is. Not, that's libelous. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying his character is. And Matt Damon, I must admit, is very, very good in it. One of his, easily one of his better um, parts he's ever played. Uh, Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's always Jack Nicholson when he plays his, his part. He's. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's, he's been there. He's, he's done that. And he's and very, he very good in this film. And he does his part brilliantly with a little, little bit of dark humour in it. He's just brilliant. The only thing is Leonardo DiCaprio. He's very good in the role, but looks-wise, he's, he's, he just doesn't fit the role slightly for me. He just doesn't seem to sink in. He's slightly baby-faced. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've not seen a film that he's been in for a long time, but he, he always strikes me as looking very young. I mean, yeah, I, th- I thought he fitted. Things like Romeo and Juliet and stuff very well because they're, they're quite young characters. But I, I don't know if I could take him seriously if he was. Uh, no, in this he plays a very hard-edged um, person who's been brought up in a very low part of town, and he's basically managed to work his way up to being a police officer. And then he's then when he graduates to being a police officer, the special department then brings him in and says, "With your background, we can use you as an undercover cop." Right. So he's playing a very hard-edged person, and acting-wise, he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, 
it's just slightly it just doesn't slightly gel for me the part you know his what the role he's playing and how he looks it just yeah. doesn't it just doesn't mesh properly for me I think he would have actually been better in Matt Damon's role yeah I'll tell you what he needs he needs some grizzly he's running through a grizzling machine I had the same problem in the film Gangs of New York yeah which is a very very good film and he plays a very hard edged Irishman in, in New York but he's still even that he's slightly he's slightly wet around the ears I'll tell you what I thought he was quite good in I thought he was quite good in Catch Me If You Can I'm not saying that uh, Oh, well, he's quite good in that because he plays someone who's using his baby face to sort of get away with stuff, basically. Well, a good bit of casting, then. But what I'm saying is, in this film, no, everybody's no. cast perfectly. Yeah. Matt Damon's brilliant. Jenkinson's brilliant. Matt Damon. Sorry, I couldn't resist it. I just couldn't resist that. <laughs> but yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's very good. I will, you know, brilliant actor. But he's just slightly physically he doesn't quite fit the role but overall the, the story is brilliant the dialogue is fantastic if it doesn't win an Oscar next year in January or whenever it is or February then I'll be very surprised especially for Jack Nixon because he was fantastic in it hmm. so yeah it's easily one of the best films I've seen recently I can't without a doubt no, recommend go and watch it then definitely recommend buying it on DVD when it comes out yeah I'll buy it hmm. I'll buy it you reckon it's one I'd like then? Yeah, you'd like it. Yeah, I'd I keep telling it. you what films are you'd like, and I'm usually right. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, you know my sort of. I know, you know, shit. I know your shit. I know the way your brain thinks. That's right. Um, still on films, I've I've got a, a film that I saw again recently. It's quite quite an old one. Now, well, you, just, you just lied to us then, because you said you haven't seen any films. I say I haven't. I haven't seen any <laughs> new films recently. Is what I said. Okay, fair but have, have you seen um, a film called Crash? Yes, that's that's a, a while back. Yeah, excellent film. Yeah, that's a good yeah. racism and why people treat each other. Yeah, I, I just thought the, the the way the story was told in that was was really clever. It, it is clever. Was, it, was, it, it was everyone's different lights all colliding in one event. Yeah, sort yeah. of, sort of. Very good. But yeah, that was that was a really good film, and I, I just thought I'd, I'd mention that because I couldn't remember if was Leonardo DiCaprio in that. No, no, no. no. who was in that? You got the, well. I don't know his name. You'd know him. You got the black Brandon. guy who's called Basher. Out I of don't know Ocean's his, Eleven. I don't know his his name. I'm afraid. He's in it. Um, Brendan Fraser's in it. Sam yeah. Bullock. Um, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good in it. Yeah, he is very um, good in it. He's very very good in that one. Um, he he was in something like something about Mary and the, the horrible film, which is Me, You, and Dupree, which is fucking awful. I haven't seen that. It's rubbish. I like Owen Wilson, but that film's pantalons. Yeah. But anyway, Crash, yeah. Um, I can't think who else was in it. Quite a few people in it. It's even got Troy from uh, Star Trek in it. <laughs> there you go, next generation. <laughs> Seeing as I saw it, you're going to look up. You're going to look up the cast list, aren't you? Yeah, I am going to. It look took me so list. rubbish that we can't even remember famous people's names. Yeah. Uh, Why do you type in it in that movie database? Yeah, I'm going. Right. Now I can even hear you typing and waiting for it. I'm waiting for you. This is thrilling podcast. This is a live pod. Uh, internet live internet search. <laughs> right. Crash. Uh, this this oh film, by the way, is not to be confused with the 96 film Crash, which involved people shagging in car crashes. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. You're, you're not heard of that one? No. It's, um, people it's like shag till they crash yeah. and to get off it on was the fact that they're nearly dead. Yeah, it was based on a... That sounds like a load of shit bags. It was based on a really odd book by um, J.G. Ballard, which is about... Sort the of film was made by David Cronenberg. Yeah. 
Cronenberg. And it was about sort of people's weird fetishes and stuff like that. And there, there were these different people who got turned on by accidents and injuries and stuff like that. And it was a, a really Bizarre weird film. story. I've read the book, but I've not seen the film. But I was anyway. about to say, you sound like you know quite a bit on it. I've read the book, but, but not the film. I've not seen the film. Keep going down. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Wanna... Anyway, casts for Crash. We have Sandra Bullock. Don. Don Cheadle. John Cheadle, that was a guy. I'm trying to figure who else is in it. Matt Dillon. Uh, Tony Danza. Oh, who else, eh? Hey? I don't know. There's no one. This is thrilling podcasting. Yeah. I'm telling you. Just get rid of the cast list. Just get rid of it. Get we don't it. need it. We don't want it. Good. Good film. Excellent story. Out well on done. DVD. Out on DVD Probably now. Probably quite cheap, yeah. Yeah, about five. You can get it for about five quid. You can get an HMV for one of these three for 20 deals. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good it is. That's how good it is. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Still, oh, oh, I can't believe it. What? What? I can't remember. <laughs> I was going to talk about something then. He's doing it in my head. Drunk tonight. That is the drink talking. Whatever. Portable. Get a Game Gear Supersonic Sports Pack. A color portable Game Gear, carrying case, and two hit games. Sonic 2 and the Major Pro Baseball. Whoa, you can save 50 bucks. The Game Gear Supersonic Sports Pack. You know who makes it. Coffee? Tea? Next, we'd like to tell you about our day out to London. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good impression of him. <laughs> well, I'm Dr. Sanchez. You're a woman. <laughs> anyway, yes. Day out in London today. Currently on at the science exhibition, science exhibition, science museum even, is an exhibition called Game On, uh, which is about the history of video games. Basically. That's um, the science museum in London, not in New York. Yes. Or <laughs> wherever else in America. Or... Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, we could have gone to New York and back the time that train took yeah. to get us there. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, it's um, yeah an exhibition that has probably... Getting on for how many games do you reckon there? 120 they said, I think. 120 games, um, ranging from things like Pong and uh, the original arcade game Computer Space, right up to some more modern stuff on the oh, Xbox For stuff older than that, like the Brown Box. <laughs> no, 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 Computer Space was, was before um, Brown Box. Which one was what, what was that? Did we see that there? What was that Computer Space? Red. Com- arcade computer TV. Space was the, the thing the guy was playing right near the entrance. Oh, that thing? Yeah. That w- w- thing right with a panoramic screen? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that bit. Well, that bit. What I'm about. Yeah. On a podcast with people listening, can't see it, can they? About yeah. 12 inches tall. The screen was. Anyway, but that one, say. Anyway, but we'll come to the games. But we have uh, we have stories to tell about the uh, about the journey. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> journey, journey. Well, you're having major problems tonight, aren't you? <laughs> Swallow- that's, that's Ed. That's Ed. who's having major problems tonight. <laughs> Swallows what? Right. Um, well, yeah, that's what you generally do. With it. Yeah, but it went down wrong. So, anyway, we went to my lungs. <laughs> You're drowning inside. <laughs> the day started with a taxi driver taking us to Southampton train station, who not only didn't wear his seatbelt all the way there, but also every time he coughed, it sounded like he was going to have a heart attack. And die. <laughs> well, it wasn't just that, but when he was talking about something, I, I just sat in the back thinking, am I the only one who doesn't understand what he he's didn't, saying? He couldn't understand no. it. He was mumbling, and then he'd go, I know he said something about golf, but that's about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this 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 wasn't this wasn't a, a foreign person either. This was someone who was English. Supposedly. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, but, but, 
<laughs> Move your ass. Move your ass. <laughs> but yeah, he, if, if he wasn't driving a taxi, I would have said he was uh, an old drunk. But you know, well, yeah, he might well have been. I'm quite worried when. Yeah, he might be some old boy who's cloning a cab and drove off. Yeah, he he <laughs> stole it. Oh, I like the look of that. Uh, one. A quick buck. <laughs> <laughs> Make some crazy money. Yeah, that's good. Then, uh, yeah, then we've got the train station. He's going. Oh, for that sake. He's going. Yeah, right. Toilet. Right. No? No, he's yeah. going to get another. Oh, dear. He's going to be on the floor later. I know. Right. Anyway, yeah, we got the train station and acquired our ticket. Which was, which also took a while because uh, the ticket machines, automatic, is wonderful, but they don't really tell you just rubbish. where the London zone is. That helps us in any way, shape or form, do they? Yeah. We could have paid up to £105 for a ticket <laughs> to London from Southampton, which is clearly nonsense. Yeah. So a uh, ticket machine. Yeah. yeah. Clearly made no sense. We looked right. like he was having a heart attack. I when was having a heart attack. It's £150. I can't afford that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you look like you're going to cry in a queue. I thought you were going to have a cry. <laughs> I thought I was going to cry. You are going, I can't, I can't afford it if it was 20 quid. Well, I don't know. Well, let's what be honest. We're going home in a minute. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind paying 20 quid for a ticket, but not when the train stops every four minutes. And, and takes and two and a half hours to and make crawls an along journey. at about 20 miles an hour when it's not a stop and that, this was on the way there we were on this train it took a, it's just my luck it's just the woody luck it took it didn't take as long as it did to get home it took quite a while to get in there it did to London yeah it was diverted all around the, everywhere and then we got there we got there two hours later yeah what time did we leave we set off about half eleven and we were yeah we were in London by two half yeah, two half yeah, two. Yeah, probably. Two That's a long time. Yeah, it is. We spent most of the day on a train start, I think. We did. To be honest. So we got there about half two. We didn't get into music until about three-ish. Yeah. And then they told us, we went to the ticket desk, and then they said, yeah, the next the next time slot is 4.15. Mm. We had to wait an hour and 15 minutes. Which wasn't like too bad, because we went around the museum, which, which was underwhelming. Underwhelming, yeah. I remember going to the Science Museum when I was little, and there were lots of things there that were sort of really, really interesting and fascinating, and, and huge machines and sort of spaceships and stuff. And, and some of those are still there, but there's obviously these big expanses of, of nothing. Big yeah, it's just a big open space. space. Yeah. I'll tell you what was good. Yeah. And that was that little mirror thing where you put your hand in, and it gives you a 3D hand that comes out. Yeah. That looks like it's touching yours. That messed, yeah. that messed your eyes up. Your brain couldn't get you could, in there. Yours couldn't, you blinked and felt a bit sick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I looked at you and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and like My eyes went, well, I'm focused. I was like, I can't handle that. <laughs> that was good. Well, I like that. Hmm. Yeah, I just, no, you took us down that launch pad, which turned out to be a kiddie wing. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I'm worried. Did you say? No. No, I didn't say. You said we were going to come across as a bunch of people who shouldn't hang around their kids. <laughs> so, that's what I'm going to say. That's it, yeah. And so uh, we decided to swiftly get out of there. Yeah. And um, yeah, we went to this other bit, which is like a big blue room. And that was just, there was nothing there. It's all nah. a bunch of stuff. Well, there and... was something there called... There was something there called the Agertron, which has got an excellent name. Yeah. But there was just a massive queue for it. And I yeah, and there was that stupid bloke who, who was standing there waiting. He was like going, I can't do it. Ooh. He was, like, <laughs> yeah. he was the, so lanky, he couldn't even get his head down to where the, the chin would be. The Agertron is like a, um, I don't know, a, something that shows you what you're going to be like. It's, it's, it's a morphing thing for your photo, basically. Yeah. You, there's, there's a little camera in it. It takes your photo and it, it morphs your face to... 
to look like what it might and look to be like honest, when you're anyone that's used a passport photo booth knows how to line up their picture yeah. with, with even, the screen there's so even a handy like, little guide on the screen there's even a handy little guide on, in, in fact I, I was waiting there longer than you and yeah no one who sat down lined their face up with the guides. But why? What was the problem with it? I don't like, know. Like, because well, the, 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 the camera on the screen, right, was actually a proper reflection of what you were doing. Yeah. The bloke couldn't get his head around, but to move his head right on the screen, he had to move his head right. It was like moving his head to the left. He was like going, uh, which way am I meant to go with my head? <laughs> Good, you dropped one in the studio. <laughs> it was quiet though until you announced it. <laughs> anyway, it could have got away with that. Um, yeah, lunch. What are you going to say? Lunch. I was getting quite desperate for a wee before we got there. Yeah, you no, actually. I... Do you remember when we saw him walk out of that down yeah. corridor and it looked like he was going to start crying again? I did feel like I was going to cry. <laughs> yeah. How far did you have to walk for a toilet though? To be honest, from from a cafe, you would have thought they'd have the toilets you near. You have to that. go through the whole of space before you can get to the toilet. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to walk past Jupiter, Mars and Uranus to get there? Yeah. yeah. So, after that, we went to the cafe, which was expensive. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just tell them what you had for lunch and how you ate. <laughs> Woody had um, a sandwich with... what was it, was, it? it was a chicken salad sandwich. A chicken salad sandwich. A packet of crisps. A packet of crisps. A portion of chips. I'm not going to repeat your stuff anymore. Just, por- just a portion of chips and a, bud, a beer. For how much? Why is that? £8.70. £8.70. Now, and I had a Pepsi for £1.50, which was a small bottle as well. Uh, it weren't like a two litre bottle or anything. <laughs> so there we go. But you rip off. They're a bit of a captive market there because there's, there seems to be nowhere to eat in that area of London. No, apart you from out, you, Chinese if you came food. out of the museum, you would be stuffed, wouldn't you? The, or, mm. or expensive Italian places. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a monopoly. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. It's a nice museum. It's a nice building. They look like I've got some quite nice stuff there, but overall, it was, yeah, it was like big spaces of nothing. Mm. Yeah, just people sitting around the bench. And a lot of the exhibitions, a lot of the little pieces to look at now, were just literally stuff to read, and mm. it was a bit underwhelming. I just sort of thought, I'm glad I didn't actually come all the way London just to look at this, because I'd be pissed off. Yeah. Well, anyway, we didn't just go to look at that. We went no, to we look didn't. at the, uh, the retro games in Game On. Yep. Yep. We got there a bit early, got rejected, we had to go back in the <laughs> yes, queue going, again. Going to loop around the queue. So we got in there. Okay, so we got in there. Let's cut to the chase, people. 4.15. We got in it's there. It's 4.15 on the 28th of October. <laughs> and we get in there. And, uh, and yeah, so what happened? Yeah, well, the first thing I saw was, um, like I said earlier on, it was one of the first <sighs> computer games with a screen, which is this thing called Computer War. Or uh, computer space or something like that. Or space. I saw it and thought it looked. So um, what is it called, Pete? You don't know, do you? Computer space. Some space, space computer like war slash solid computer war. Yeah, that sounds better. But it's um, yeah, it was it was one of the first games of the screen. It's just black and white. Um, was yeah. it using like a dial that you yeah. twist or something to play that? Yeah, it looked really hard. Yeah, it, 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 it was difficult. I mean, it was it was sort of um, designed by researchers and stuff. And it, this was this was well before people thought video games would take off. Was it high def? Yes, it was in high def, it was in <laughs> super high res. Did it have soft shadows? No. I know our, I know our mate Tony would be upset, I wouldn't like it. Live it. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, so yeah, that was that was one of the age games with a monitor, and that was actually uh, from about 1968, I think, so it was a good few years before Pong came out. 
uh, which was in fact the Sing next machine in. Two? Yeah, something like that. They had Pong playing on a massive screen as well, which uh, which was quite good. Yeah, yeah and Pac Man. Yeah. It? it was cute for that. Yeah, I'm just couldn't be bothered. And Pac Man. Pong and Pac Man on massive I'd love screens. to go on the Pac Man one. Yeah, on the big screen, but. Anyway, so that first room was full of games, things like Dig Dug, oh, this old come yeah. on. Don't, don't just skip, you can't just skip Dig Dug. <laughs> well, we can't, can't wait every game, we'll be here for three hours. Well, no, he just wants to have a quick wank over. Dig oh, Dug's brilliant. Mate. That's it, there. Okay, missile mine, thing. which is the first time I've ever played it. Which I really enjoyed with the rollerball yeah. and the missile buttons. That's and it, and that's the game that uh, he's playing in Terminator 2. Yeah, that's right. When, when the uh, T1000 is coming after him in the arcade and shot him off. Cheers for that little nugget of crap. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. That's all right. So yeah, Missile Command, well, Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. you had Donkey Kong, yeah. there is uh, Galaxians, there is Galaga, Berserk. All these retro games. Super Mario, there was Super Mario on the NES. No, no, Mario Brothers. Mar- sorry, Mario Brothers on the the original Very Japanese nest, yeah, Famicom. the Famicom, which is something that I've never, I, I, seen. I've never seen before. No, I've, I've, I've not even seen a picture of it. It looked like. What did it look like? It just looked like an old Transformer. Yeah, I don't it know. Looked it looked like a Transformer. Like, like, I, thought, I thought I could pick it out and turn it into a robot with a gun. <laughs> the controller is about twenty times better than the one we got there. Yeah, it? yeah. The, the, the the controls for the Famicom are dead. If anything, they're more like the Super NES pads, aren't they? Without yeah. a shoulder button, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they've got nice, nice rounded edges now. A lot more comfortable to hold than the sort of sharp cornered NES. Which I weird things we got. Oh, they were yeah. horrible. Yeah, they have razor blades in the corners. They're so sharp. I still have to play with gauntlets on. Me and Pete had to have a crack on Ridge Racer. Yeah, Ridge Racer. What I liked, right, what I did like, was in this first room, it was all retro games from the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Yeah, they still had a Dreamcast in there with Virtual Tennis. And they had an Xbox 360 in there with Project Gotham on it. Did they? In that yeah, in the corner here. Yeah, yeah. Really I missed that. But yeah, I like the fact they got those two machines. It did kind and of. And it, it did kind of take take you th- through the years though, because the, the whole point of that first room was supposed to be sort so of. You're saying Dreamcast from the 70s? No, they went back in time. No, no, no. Grabbed no. one and embraced it. No, if um, it was it was supposed to be sort of sort of. I de- think, the, I think games. those. I think those. The, the modern ones that are in there were more just Chuck that you could have a quick play on them yeah. if you like because they were, they were segregated from the yeah because if you follow yeah. it it did it went through the ages yeah. round the side yeah 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 so there's a lot of old retro crappy games what was that one I tried playing on that computer do you remember I used the keyboard and I was like, fuck this. Oh, yeah. You two were playing Death, Mario Brothers. Death and... Chose 3000 on the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had a gun. I, yeah. I tried right. to, it was rubbish. Death Chose 3000, first person motorcycle game where you had to avoid trees. And that looked well off. Yeah, and it had a really weird 3D effect. But, uh, it was crumb. It was, it was very popular at the time it came out, but it's, yeah, it doesn't stand up too well now. No. What I really liked is the fact the controls here were actually on. They weren't on the number pad on the side of the keyboard, it was on the number pad along the top of the keyboard. Ooh, not good. Which didn't make any sense because left and right was one and zero, which are both ends of the keyboard. So yeah. I was trying to do that and accelerate and brake. So I just went, fuck this. Walked off. Yeah. What else did I play? What else did you play? You played Ridge Racer. I played Ridge Racer. We both played Ridge Racer and we, and we both still got it, we both won, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, both came first. Yeah. It took me, yeah. yeah. It took it took me a while to get used to the power side. But then we went to the next room. What was in the next room? It was things like NES games, wasn't it? And um, oh, well, was there anything from PS2 games to NES games, wasn't it? It was a, a lot of that room was sort of uh, revolutionary or innovative games. You had you had all sorts of stuff. You had Dance Dance Revolution. You had Steel Battalion. You had Papa the Rapper too. Final yeah, Fantasy was in there. Was it? I'm sure yeah, it was yeah, in that it was room. Final yeah, Final Fantasy, 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 Fantasy VI. That's right. Um, 
There were there was the sit down Star Wars arcade game. Oh, I really wanted to go on that, and I couldn't. Oh, to- no, that was in the next bit, slightly next bit. Was it? You're thinking of? I'm thinking of the room that yeah, had no, it in it. Yeah, right, that was yeah. next to the right, yeah. with the squares in. I'm thinking the room that had all the games around here. All yeah. That's what the one I'm talking about. Yeah, right. the, the, I thought Mario Kart was in there. Yeah, Mario Kart was in the corner. Yeah. R-Type, you played R-Type? Yeah. Was, it was just kind of a room of good games, wasn't it, really? They yeah, were, they were yeah. excellent. They were, did they have Super Mario 64 in there? Yeah. With, right, Super Mario 64, yeah? Yeah. On the N64. Yeah. It's a revolutionary game. And, and why was it so good? What was so good about it? Think about it. It was, what the, it was so stick. good. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So why give you an analog stick that doesn't work? Properly. Not good. Exactly, yeah. that annoyed me, that did. And he, he was playing it, getting annoyed. Because like, you can't run. run. You can't move properly, and he chucked the controller down. He went, "This is shit," and he passed it to you me. He passed it to me, it. and it actually felt like someone had laid the inside of the controller with sandpaper. It was rubbish. Mm. It was shit. That was the so. Uh, threw that down. Uh, in the next room was things like yeah, it was the old arcades Star Wars game. Yeah, it was with the line. Uh, Tron. Mega graphics. Hmm. Oh yeah, discs of Tron. Yeah, I played that. That was a weird game, but it was good. So I liked it. Yeah, to use one. One hand to do, like roll a thing around, left and right, yeah. for your aiming of your disc. You had to use a joystick to move your guy around, yeah. a button to deflect, and a button to shoot. Yeah. And it sounds hard, but I actually got a few games going after a while, and I was... They had something in there that was quite fun. good. I didn't understand Tron. how it worked, which was that big box with squares on the floor. Yeah, this is... This is it, what it, was it, that? It was an art installation, and it was, some, it was something like... You step on the squares on the floor and it records the squares you stepped on and then people are going well it doesn't do it straight away I think I think was the point of it it's like people would go in there later and they'd see the footsteps of people who were in there sort of ten minutes ago something like that it was a bit strange and it was a bit pretentious and rubbish then because I just walked in there and went stomped around waved my hands about a bit like a knob and then went I don't know what's going on here I just walked out again I didn't understand it yeah it, it, was, it was a bit out of place, if anything, because you, you had all these all these classic games around, and then you had this weird shit. Dark the room with a grid on the wall. Yeah. yeah. You were like, uh, okay, right. and he just walked out again. <laughs> it was Pete, awesome. you had a go on. Oh. What was that game you had a go on, where you were an absolute master at this, this scratch? Beat your way from his Yeah, yeah, beat, beat <laughs> Mania. This scratch. This <laughs> <laughs> scratch. That looked good. That was oh, good. Oh, I, I loved that, that game back then, this scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Beat Mania was a really weird laugh. Um, Beat Mania is uh, a game I wanted to play for a long time. It was it was the the first game that Konami came out with that it was the first rhythm action game basically. So it's the reason for Brat the Rapper Justine Dance Dance Revolution and all that lot. So um, and it was it was um, quite an early one for the PlayStation with a specialised controller as well. You had uh, a little turntable and a little keyboard with five keys on it. I would say you look like you were really enjoying that. Yeah, it was. It, it's it's good. It fun. sounded good as well. Yeah. It's it's good fun and and um, and uh, unlike some uh, some games you, you get like that, what you were doing on the on the keyboard and the, on the turntable actually had an effect on the music as well. Whereas in in some games it just sort of sounds a bit a little bit weird if you do that. Whereas you, you actually feel like you're playing notes on this one. Yeah, but you being a piano master could yeah. really master that game, couldn't you? And it yes. Was, it, I don't know how you were doing some of that stuff you were doing on there. It's, a lot of strokes it's, it's good fun but you, you can see where modern games like Guitar Hero have been influenced by it, since the gameplay is pretty identical if anything things scrolling down the screen you have to hit the buttons in time with them when they hit the bottom some crazy yeah. pictures came up on that screen yeah, as well while you were playing it you've all missed two of the best things that are in that room what was that the first one was that communist 
an arcade machine yeah. which wasn't working but it, it was just the fact that it was a communist arcade machine yeah it looked like the whole thing was made out of wood it, yeah it, it was, was it was made, made out of like pine or something yeah. or, it was an oh. arcade machine from, from the Soviet Union um, or something like that wasn't it but like that. It, it, you, you told me I didn't read yeah, it yeah it didn't really say what it, what it was about but it just said it was it was an arcade machine from the Soviet Union thereby proving that it's all made out of chipboard yeah <laughs> But it was it was just quite interesting that it didn't even say what the game was on it or anything. No, it just said polish. No, it would have given away Soviet um, top secret information. Yeah, so it's stored inside the exactly uh, so inner the workings of it. But it was quite interesting to see that um, sort of a, a very different culture was was still taking on things like video games and stuff like that. That is interesting. I must admit. Yeah. Fact, I like the fact. I could say what I like the fact that this old mean old wooden box thing still looked like an arcade machine you see today. Yeah, basically with a joystick on it at the screen. But there, the other, the other best thing in this in that room, you've you both missed it. You've both forgotten. What? It wasn't even a game. It was the Super Mario Brothers poster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie poster. I couldn't believe it. I walked past it. That's when I was looking for you two, and I was like, "Where are they? Someone's got to take a photo of this." Well, we did. We oh, got this pictures. bad boy. Yeah, it was brilliant. It had the picture of Dennis Hopper on there. <laughs> it had um, Bob Hoskins and that other guy. I can't remember his name. He's a good actor. Yeah. I play Luigi, but that's a shit film. Um, and it had that country logo in the background. It was great. And it was yeah. something like, this ain't just a video game. It was a phaser. <laughs> it was something like that. But it was, yeah, brilliant. Um, and they also had Steel Battalion in there. Yeah, I'm with the, the massive, the biggest controller in the universe. Right now, Ed bought this game, and he spent when he first got it. I watched him literally have to build the controller in ten yeah. minutes. It took it at least. You got an Allen key. You have to bolt it all together yeah. properly. In there. <laughs> it was in three parts in the box. You had to put it together. And put it together with a fucking Allen key and it had two joysticks it had about 20 buttons and the eject button it even had one of those flip lids stop farting I'm talking stop it I'm talking enough of guff I don't need you to add it I don't need you any more <laughs> sorry that's it but then across the next room yeah it's my favourite game in there and uh, I went in there and stormed like a oh, I hate like that a stormtrooper from Munich before we go into that, can I just say a couple of things about a couple more games in there that, that I don't think you saw. There was um, there was also a Japanese game that only came out over there called uh, called Denshi Digo, which, which is a train simulator. Um, I saw that. Yeah, they had a controller with like a stick that you push forward and yeah. And I, I, I had a quick go on that, and that was surprisingly good fun. But in fact, if we had used that train simulator, we would have got home quicker. If <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we sat on top of the, contr- top, top of the console and pulled the lever on the controller, we would have got home quicker. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, Halo 2. Yeah, so uh, I saw there was a four-player LAN game set up with oh, four, blah, blah, four blah, screens. <laughs> and I just basically waited for the little kid who was about five in front of me to get off it, just so I could get involved in the next game. Yeah. And then you lost it, yeah, no, you'd be rubbish and lose. Mate, I think I found Woody. You totally yeah, wrong. You lost it, yeah? I'm sure you did. Oh, I kicked ass. I just, I, I, I had against a bunch of people. I was, I've never, probably never played it. Yeah. But I just love reveling in playing a game that I know how to play. And yeah, yeah, it was good. He was making some good, I've got to say, he was making some good shots on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, sniping someone in the shoulder. Just a little bit, you can see around the corner. And the oh, two guys are stuck right at the beginning. Yeah. Stick you, yeah. jump up the thing, stick you. Yeah. That was good, I did enjoy well, that. 
It was funny. I just wanted, to, um, I just wanted to wipe the floor with some little kids yeah. in I mean, real life. Because I always do it online. I just wanted to do it to some little kids in real life. It was a three minute game and basically you won 11 2 1 0. Yeah. So well done, Eddie. Yeah. So what else I had a good crack on? I had a good old crack while you two didn't know on Bubble Bobble. Yes. What a classic. Do you want to sing a tune? Or should we play a tune? We'll play it. Okay. Play it now. Hit it. Glad you enjoyed that. Was, that, that, was, that, was, that was excellent tune there. We enjoyed it. So, so what else? Oh, there? It was the last room. Yeah, the last room, room was a good one. Yeah, last, good. last room didn't have much um, interactive stuff in there, but it was it was more sort of exhibition of, of interesting stuff. More yeah. of a museum. I thought that there was some stuff. good. There was some good yeah. stuff in there. Well, we had. Um, there was a, a sort of a table full of handheld things. So you had every incarnation of the Game Boy. I couldn't believe it. There's stuff there that I never even knew existed. Yeah. I thought I had a pretty good understanding. Well, what was that Game Boy? The Game Boy Phantom Theory. No, Game, Game Boy, Boy Theory. Theory. That's it. Oh, yeah. What was that? It was. Um, it, it was obviously something that someone sort of put together themselves because it was from. It was credited to a private collection. Exactly. I bet that was. Like it was a yeah, like there was a, there was a Atari Lynx that was attributed to a private. Was it? Most of that stuff was no, right. sort of private. But this, this this little thing looks like a Game Boy Advance, um, and it was from 2002, I think it was, um, and it looked like it just used a, a, a Game Boy Advance case and put the guts of a NES into it. Tell you what, I think it might have been. It might have been a prototype. That's what it's called a Game Boy Theory. Could have been, yeah. Yeah. Could have been. That's what I reckon it might have been. But yeah, we we also had things like um, sort of the um, the PC Engine GT, I think it was called, which is a, a portable version of the PC. Engine. The Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, Sorry, Link. Sorry, Link. Neo, yeah, but the Neo Geo Pocket was actually really good. Yeah, yeah it was really good. It's a really good. Go on a quick death. The only person I knew who had one was um, Turn. Who likes yeah, soft someone. shadows? Who mm-hmm. likes soft shadows? Yeah. And he also likes Metal Slug. And he had that. That was good. I, I thought that Neo Geo thing was. Yeah, it was quite a good little thing. But, um, but it just died on its ass, didn't it, really? A bit like the Engage. But we'll yep. get onto that another day. <laughs> yeah, the, the Engage just wind up. It's been targeted on another episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. What else was there? There's this little coin up. Like Frogger and Pac Man. Yeah. Handheld weird things, which were rubbish. Yeah. Um. um there was um, there were sort of displays on influential games like The Sims and Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and had a BAFTA there, which we got a photo. Of Woody Holt trying to hold it. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we got loads of photos of this, by the way. Yeah, that we're going to post on some website. Perhaps. Yeah, hush now, little kitty. What? It might happen. It might not. And, yeah, well, it might happen. It might not. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Um, and then at the end we had uh, a display on the Grand Theft Auto series. Although strangely emitting Grand Theft Auto. Hang series. on, you've you've missed you've missed. No, we haven't. We'll come back to that. Okay. I know what you're talking about. We'll come back. Talking about that. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. We had, we had this playing Grand Theft Auto, which uh, included loads of memorabilia from different versions around the world, including a baseball bat with Grand Theft Auto 3 written on it. But hold, we couldn't have Grand Theft Auto there to play because it was probably too. Uh, it was an island. island. Yeah, we had a video of it, which was uh, which I watched for a while. No, it was scared. Um, tactically, is that a word? Tactfully. Tactically. Tactically. <laughs> edited. So all it showed was someone driving around. Yeah. Running around. No, yeah, it didn't show anything like shooting or yeah. beating people up with a baseball bat. There were a couple of explosions. Even though they had a baseball bat in the cabinet there yeah. with Grand Theft Auto 3 printed on it. But, there was something else there. Yeah, another stand was there. Another, another stand was there. Another full of some golden nuggets of gaming history. <laughs> <laughs> nuggets is the word. There was the Virtual Game Boy. The Virtual Game Boy, which I've never which seen. Which I ever. reckon would be yeah. worth an absolute mint if you had one of Yeah, which, if nobody knows, was one of Nintendo's tried and tested formats that died on its arse of absolute Now, what I, know, I don't know what that was. What, what was it? Was it a cartridge you put in the headset and you've got a controller or what? You had a controller. Which looked a little bit like a PS2 controller from what I saw on yeah. the controller there. And you wore like a big goggle thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, where did the games go? And it, was, and it was like hysterically stereoscopic 3D games, wasn't it? So it was proper, I proper 3D. Really was it like that space invasion thing where you held the... And you press the buttons and you move no. left and right and... No, because that, 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 that was still like an LCD game, whereas this was like proper sort of vector graphics yeah. and stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Virtual Mario, which was like an isometric thing. Yeah. Remember. But yeah, that was it. There was the... Um, it was the Atari Jaguar virtual reality headset, which I've never seen before. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. It was like a yellow thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It I bet that would... I'd like to have a go on that. <laughs> I reckon it would, it would either be really shit or it would give you a bad headache. I reckon it would be really crap and it would give you a bad headache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Jaguar didn't have the best luck with uh, peripherals. The, uh, the CD-ROM attached... The Jaguar didn't have the best of luck anyway. One or two, but the... Uh, Oi, you leave my Jaguar alone. <laughs> I want that back, by the way. I've had a look at the new app now. I think it's mine, technically. <laughs> it's not yours. It's mine. The, uh, the Jaguar CD-ROM attachment actually made it look like a toilet, which I always thought was quite funny. <laughs> it had a little lid that lifted up that you can't see. Um, but yeah, it looked like a toilet when the lid was open. Even white was full of shit. Yeah. Wee! Wee! Ah, you see? See? Now you can't be there to quit weird shit like that. But I think the best thing in that little cabinet was definitely the, uh, the power glove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the power advantage glove. power Glove, yeah. I've never seen NES. Before, to be what they didn't have there was the old NES robot for two-player. Yeah. What was he called? Robo or Ro- Promo? Or it was Retail Rob, was Rob or something. Rob. Like that, he's, a, he's in Mario Kart. The remote, remote operated buddy or something, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. There was only one game that worked. Gyromite. <laughs> Where did you get this stuff? <laughs> your mind is like full of poo. Like Matt's is full of Back to the Future sound. Yours is full of gaming nuggets. Good gaming nuggets are rubbish. No, I, I, I remember it being Jeremy because I, I still remember the adverts from when I was little from Jeremy really Rawney one because it had a, it had a robot. And I mean, who wouldn't want a robot playing a game with him? Yeah, there we go. Um, anyway, back to Grand Theft Auto. Um, there was also a big wall display of um, the planning process to the game, which is a massive well, I, I loads and loads of post-it notes. I would think it's probably just a very small amount of the planning yeah, process yeah. It was involved. It was, it, it it was, was a, ba- a storyboard, yeah. it? Yeah, it was a basic su- summary of, of what happened when and how the different plot lines went in and out of each other. And even with a, a game like Grand Theft Auto, where the plot isn't especially the most important thing, um, you could see how complicated the process of planning of out something now, non-linear is. Um, because you had all these different branches going off in different directions, linking up with other ones. I like the fact they were written on post-it notes. Yeah, they were written on oh, post-it notes. Different post-it notes, yeah. number in the corner, yeah. and the title. And then that's just plain and simple. You both missed something else. 
What's that? Max Payne's outfit. Max Payne's actual outfit that was digitised for the game, sitting there in the cabinet. Courtesy of who made it? Who made it? 3D Realms? Um, yeah, 3D games. 3D games? 3D Realms. <laughs> 3D games, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, They've been around since like 93. Yeah. Good. Still putting a constipated face. Anyway, yeah, anyway, so we finished that. We only had an hour and 15 minutes in there for £8.50. Yeah, about. I'll tell you what else annoyed me. 15 minutes into that, I got pestered by about four people asking how long I've been in there for. Really? Sticking stickers on me. Yeah. We, we said, hold on, what did it say? It said, I survived the IMAX experience. experience. Which Ed's still, still wearing. wearing it now. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I'm keeping that bad boy. Yeah. I'm going to stick that on my head. So that was good, that was. <laughs> yeah. Tattooed to my forehead. Yeah. So yeah, good experience. And um, but of course it didn't end well. <laughs> no, it didn't end, didn't end very well, did it? No. We got out of the museum and went through the tube station. Well, I've got to say, I was I was well impressed with the tube station. The tubes today in London, nice and easy to work. Except excellent. One of, I thought that would be our main problem, actually. Yeah. One of them but, was packed beyond belief. Yeah, yeah. but I still thought it would be the main problem of getting around, maybe breaking or whatever. But no, that weren't, that weren't the problem. The problem came when we got to the station at Waterloo. Getting home. Getting home. Mm. We got on the train at half six. And how long's the... Uh, how was the train journey from, uh, from London to Southampton? No, an hour, 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 hour. hour. Sometimes quicker, Pete, is that yeah. right? Sometimes quicker. Sometimes quicker than an hour. So we got on the oh, train at, t- oh. uh, hold on, 18.26. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's right. Took off at about 18.29. 18.29. <laughs> so you would think we'd be back by half seven, right? Is that right? Yeah, about that. So what, what time did we actually arrive back to Southampton? Nine. Nine, Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Nine so, o'clock. So basically what was happening along this route was stopping, starting, stop start, stop start. Move right, backwards. Move a bit. backwards a bit. Um, attention guard, please call the driver a lot on the tannoy. Yeah. yeah. Because, because yeah. the guard wanted to go. And the bit where we stopped for about twenty minutes and then he kept going, um sorry yeah, we delayed. We still don't know what's wrong. We don't know. Cheers for that. In fact you could have like not got on the tannoy at all and yeah. told us what was going on. That you don't know what's going on. It was horrendous. It was rubbish. Terrible. So what ended up? We ended it's up. It's just playing, my luck. It's just yeah. a woody luck. So we yeah. ended up playing Doctor Brainache's House of Horror. Doctor Knife. Doctor Knife. I can't remember. Under the knife. Under the knife or Doctor Knife. But then we got bored of that as well. So what we decided to do was uh, spend a lot of time doing picture chat on the DS. Yeah. Which we which developed into a game of game related Pictionary. Well, we started with a game of root. Pictionary. Get something. <laughs> get something. Get the offensive phrase. Get the offensive phrase like cock wipe was one of yours. Which was uh, a cock and a hand wiping something. Mm. So. Yeah. Then the cheese dick. Cheese dick. Mm. Cheese yeah. Arse bandit. Arse bandit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, what was it? Uh, what, was that? what was the one from episode one? Crump Pompilius Scrunch. And my drawing of that was it, oh, the drawing of the little gremlin man from Star Wars. Going with Jabba the, going <laughs> and then the next one was Jabba the Hutt sitting there. Yeah, but he had lost a lot of weight. He had a big head, little skinny arms, but it was still Jabba. Um, but it, it, that ranged from sayings to <laughs> what we talked about, yeah. game titles, insults. And it, and it developed into actually drawings of game screenshots with, with Wolf from Star Wing. Bobble. Bobble, yeah. It was good. So yeah, good times. Picture chat was good. good times. So yeah. So we got yeah, we got back there and uh, got I got some drink. Yeah. 
I've got some pizza. Yeah, I've got some Indian. We watched some Dark Place. And then, yeah, what, yeah, and we then came into the room here, and we started, started recording talking. a podcast, we talked about <laughs> films, games, yeah. and then we started talking about a game on bit, and then we finished talking about it, and it was pretty much the end of the episode. And now you're up to date. And then, Great. Exactly. That was our whole day. I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed throughout our day, I think. Other than there was the cash machine incident, which is just my disease. We'll talk about that another day. Oh, your, right. your luck. Just woody luck. Your woody yeah, luck. we'll come back to that another time. Anyway, the uh, the game on exhibition is on at the Science Museum. It started on the 21st and is going on until the 25th of February uh, next year. So 2007. 2007. Because um, no, when Pete, you got to think, think long term here. He's a mate. I think Pete's amazing because he can be really professional at times like that. Yeah, but what Just I'm thinking is a 10 years time when people, we're a household name and people have this on CD and listen to it we, yeah, yeah. well it won't even be CD then it'll be like a little tiny dot it'll be a microchip <laughs> it'll be a microchip you put up your nose or something yeah because <laughs> everybody's got cybernetic implants so you just put the disc in your ear yeah. and then you just listen to it but yeah. um anyway yeah but then it'll date it if you go saying dates like that yeah running until 25th of February 2007 so yeah if you're in 2006 now then go and see or it or if you're in 2017 then it just makes it sound like a bunch of old idiots yeah well going about we how we will, will we will be a bunch of old idiots by yeah then. we will going on about how good Splinter Cell Dino Agent was and to be honest according to Agitron I look younger can I just add to the last thing that I have survived the IMAX experience yeah but have you though you I didn't I've already did. said this I'm going to we, say again you can say you, I think you can say it as many times as you like. It just means that you, you get your hand out of your pants. I was scratching myself, right? <laughs> My pubes are That's just an boy, Jack Daniels. Anyway, so yeah, that's that. <sighs> Good. Good. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Load-of-old-ass-talk-about-talk-about-luminous-tomorrow-on-the-Xbox-like-could-be-yeah-talk-about-that-we'll-talk-about-live-arcade-in-general-couldn't-we-could-talk-about-live-arcade-in-general-cou
Why, right, you two call him the, you call him Crompompolis Scrunch, and I still call him Crompompolis the Great. Yeah, <laughs> once we've done this podcast, once we've finished this outro, we're going to look him up. Yeah. We're going to find out what his name is. Don't do it now, Pete. No, I'm not going to do it now. That's anyway, it. so, anyway, we'll see you later. You're Woody. I'm Woody. You're Ed. I'm Ed. Then you're Pete. Pete. You're Pete. I'm Pete. And that's Ped Wood. Gaming with mothers. Later. Catch us online at myspace.com slash gaming with Pedward. <laughs> <laughs>